and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. Lord, that even as we go through a list, a set of needs that we're asking you and we're believing you, Lord, at the bottom of it all, at the end of it all, our greatest desire is to have more of you. Lord, stir our hearts. Let our love for you continue to grow even as we look into your word again today. In Jesus' name, amen. Acts chapter 4, starting with verse 32. Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. No one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus Joseph, who was called by the apostle Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold the field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. I remember many years ago, a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, his name is Adrian, a dear, dear friend, classmate since grade three, uh, all the way to high school, was, um, uh, was, amazing, uh, was experiencing amazing finance miracles in his church. So I heard about this. So I called him and I, I got in touch with him. and asked him, can you tell me, can we have coffee and just tell me the stories and tell me what God was doing and tell me how God was doing these things in his church and in his life. After having that time and listening to all the miracles from cars to houses to his debt getting wiped out after a certain number of months, uh, growing, uh, my, I could feel uh, uh, my heart getting stirred and faith rising up within me. Yet I could also feel this great concern growing inside of my heart. And the great concern I had was, is this just about money? It's just, just about getting more things from God. So I shared my concern with him and he smiled and said, just hang around and observe. I realized that through my time with him and just watching and growing in this area, this is not about money. This is not just about gaining more and more money. This is actually a walk with God. It's about growing in faith and trust in God. This is about encountering God, our provider. And this is about God changing our hearts so He could use us to be a blessing. This is a, this, that is the journey God wants to take us into. The journey of a relationship with Him. The journey of being a recipient and an instrument of His grace. The journey of fulfilling His purpose and destiny for you and for His people. Friends, God desires not only to make you a display of His goodness, but He's working to transform our hearts that we might be channels of His grace. Look at verse 34. 
There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Wow, what an amazing description of their situation. There was not a needy person among them. There's a description of people just selling things, selling their houses, selling their lands, and giving it to help others. That's a miracle, if you ever saw one. That's a major miracle. We, but that's only the fruit of the real miracle. You know, as people, we get impressed by all these great manifestations of miracles, how much money was given, how generous were people, how, uh, uh, what was given, and all these details that surrounds the miracle. We get impressed by it. But friends, when you really look into it, that's only the fruit of the greater miracle. So the question is, what was the great miracle? Let me just show it to you. The first one, the transformed heart. Verse 33, And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. That's the starting point. The starting point of the miracle was a testimony or a changed heart, a changed life because of the passion and resurrection of Christ. The apostles were sharing their heart, how their heart was transformed by their encounter with Christ. And this encounter with Christ caused greater encounters as well with the people listening. And all of them encountered Christ and their hearts were being transformed. Think about this. All finance training available in our world can produce very savvy, very wise, and very rich people. But all this training cannot solve the real problem that is created by uh, the real finance problems we're all facing in our world created by greed. Greed can be tempered for a season by amazing systems in our world, but only God can transform a greedy heart to generosity. Only God can remove greed from a person. The greatest miracle in that story was God removing greed and turning it to generosity. The second thing, the second miracle was the willing channel. Verse 35, and laid it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to each as any had need. When you read it, you find out this was a uh, how would you call it? this was a this was a choice they made. They had the freedom to make this choice. This was a choice from the desire of their heart. This was not coerced. This was not legislated. There's no guilt trip in this. This event was just a season in their life, but their walk with God was for the rest of their life. You will only find a handful of situations where God says, sell all and give all. But you will see hundreds of Bible verses telling and encouraging and calling all of us to generosity. There is no coercion in God's call for generosity. The amazing thing about God is that He calls us and that when He calls us, 
He actually makes us. He empowers us. He enables us. In other words, He provides all that we will need to be all He called us to be. When God calls us to generosity, He enables, he enables us both in heart and resources. He provides not only our needs and desires, but He also provides for generosity. So another question, are you willing to embrace the call to be transformed, the call, and, uh, the call to be enabled to do God's will and God's desire for you? Lastly, the changed circumstance. Is it impossible? Is it possible to get, let's say, a persecuted, rejected, poor community to become what that verse said, that there was not a needy person among them? Friends, with God, nothing is impossible. We can, God, we can ask God for this. We can pray that we, we deal, we, we get rid of poverty. We, pray, we can pray that ask God that everyone in our community, their, all their needs will be met. That's an easy thing. We can also pray and ask God to use us. The question is, are we willing? Are we willing to be that channel that God can use? See, generosity is truly amazing. Generosity may lessen your resources, but only for a moment. In reality, it is the door to a greater abundance, and it fills you with overflowing joy. Generosity may involve money, but the cost is not money. It calls for a wholehearted offering of our lives to God. Generosity manifests in, in, in our material world, but, it's, but it is really, truly the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Generosity is spiritual, not financial. Generosity may not be possible for all today, but it is God's destination for all who are willing. It is your calling. It is your destiny. Again, the question is, are we willing? One of the greatest miracles that we get to see is a greedy, sinful heart transformed to a generous, grateful, and worshipful heart to God. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you are first and foremost generous to all of us. Lord, we are blessed. We are in a place where we can enjoy life, where we can live out a purpose because you are generous, you are gracious. We don't deserve this, yet you gladly gave it. Lord, we stand before you today and we ask that you would transform our lives and enable us to be your generous vessels in our world. Let's worship God. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for. 
blessings all mine with ten thousand beside great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies I see all I have needed thy hand hath provided great is thy faithfulness Lord unto me oh great is thy faithfulness great is thy Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto me. As we end this time, let me declare your words of blessing to all of us again. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.